Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One of the main hubs of downtown Detroit is celebrating a major milestone today. But the celebration comes as the city mourns a visionary. Every time he would welcome you like it's your first time. There was something really special about that atmosphere that was created that said, no matter who you are, this is a place where we want you to feel welcome. As Campus Marshes turns 20, we remember the driving force that was Bob Gregory. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. If you spend just a few minutes in or around Detroit, you'll notice the city's comeback story is a major headline. And it's something folks debate. Is Detroit back? Will it ever be back? And while those debates are legitimate, the Motor City has indeed undergone some drastic changes in the last 20 years. Maybe none bigger than Campus Martius. We're so thrilled with the impact and results of Campus Martius Park now, 20 years later. It's been such an incredible space. It's meant so much to so many people. And then now to fast forward and see it as this established, wonderful gathering space, winning all kinds of national and international awards has to feel good for everybody that's had a hand in making Campus Martius Park what it is today. How important is that central gathering space for a city to have to come together? certainly they're incredibly important for civic pride, for economic development, to attract people with free events to come down and bring vitality and life to the public right away. Really adding jobs and hiring creatives. There's so many reasons why public spaces are important to society. And certainly Detroit has done an incredible job of lifting up the importance and ensuring that these spaces are going to remain beautiful, free and welcoming to all now and in the future. That right there is the voice of David Cowan. He's the chief public spaces officer at the Downtown Detroit Partnership. They run Campus Martius and several other public spaces in the city. Annie Scaramazzino and I did an episode on Campus Martius back at Christmas time. That is when we met Bob Gregory. You see, it was Bob's vision that helped create this space. Most of these buildings that were surrounding us here were empty. In 1997, there was a plan to figure out how do you revitalize the core downtown. That plan laid out a new park in the middle of Woodward Avenue and put a park right in the middle of it and surrounded it with these big vacant blocks that firmly had department stores on them. Let's build multi-use buildings around a new public square and really make that be the new heart of a downtown Detroit, again, which was empty and devastated and not many people working down here even then. So I came on board to really work for the organization, new organization, Detroit 300, which was started to celebrate Detroit's 300th birthday party in 2001. 
they had a great big party with Stevie Wonder and tall ships and everything, but they wanted to leave a legacy to the city, a legacy gift. After a number of studies of other different projects across the city, they picked Campus Marshes Park. So in 1999, we started the planning for the new Campus Marshes Park. Enter our new best friend, at least we hope so, uh, Bob Gregory. (laughs) He's the founding president of the Detroit 300 Conservancy. That's a group that was created for Detroit's 300th celebration. We call him the godfather of Campus Marshes. He was tasked and his team with this whole revitalization project, and Bob is a meticulous planner. His forethought would match anybody's. The amount of thought he put into and the planning he put into Campus Marshes even before they began just kind of blew us away. You know, he was really tasked with figuring out how to kind of revitalize the space, but then also like what it was going to be used for in the long term. So they needed to put a plan into place before they just started building because they wanted to make sure that it was going to be able to be used for everything that they hoped and even more. Being around Bob Gregory was an absolute joy. That was especially true if you got him talking about Campus Martius like we did last winter. Sadly, Bob passed away in July while sailing with his family. David says working with Bob really influenced the way he thinks about his own job. Bob was an incredible friend to me and also a mentor. You know, he's the founding president of the Detroit 300 Conservancy. And certainly Bob set the the tone and vision together with the board, you know, at Detroit's 300th birthday to coalesce support around Campus Marshes Park, which led to a lot of these other great spaces. Yeah, Bob and I spent eight years together and, you know, almost daily in service to these incredible community spaces. So we miss him a ton. We think about him constantly. And, uh, you know, we're, we're feeling good about his legacy and how, you know, it's going to be carried forward both both in the short term and in the long term. I remember the way Bob and David worked together. It's something you don't forget because they were just so different. But they had such respect for each other. It was really cool to see. Standing there yeah. with Annie and myself and then looking at you and Bob, Bob had this beaming image of like a proud dad, whether it was because he was standing next to you <laughs> or because he was in this park. But you could feel it coming out of him, like what it meant for him to be standing there and talking about it. It was amazing. I think about it a lot. Yeah, that's the impression most have when they meet Bob. And he was so proud of Campus Marshes Park. If you knew Bob, chances are you'd been to Campus Marshes Park dozens of times. And every time he would welcome you like it's your first time. And so there was something really special about that atmosphere that was created that said, you know, no matter who you are, this is a place where we want you to feel welcome and have things to do as well. You know, there's a whole school of placemaking thought that says that, you know, you can design a really beautiful high-end space, but if you don't think about the form and function of it, it won't be used. You have to think about the programming that takes place within the park. Otherwise, you're oftentimes left with a beautiful, unused plaza. Earlier, you heard Annie mention how much foresight that Bob Gregory had when he was planning the space that would become Campus Martius. I mean, so much so that it led to the space being wildly flexible. Here is Elena Madison. She is the director of projects at the Project for Public Spaces. She's worked on both Belle Isle and Campus Marshes. The beach was our demonstration that this work can be done. So the idea is that smaller or less expensive than big capital improvements to a public space can really help transform the place and transform the way people use the place. It would be installed and it would be uninstalled because we knew 
already the winter program and the ice skating and the amazing activities that Detroit was doing already. We were envisioning the beach as the summer version of ice skating, the summer program as a counterpart to the winter program. Public spaces are not for show. They're meant to be used, and they're meant to be enjoyed. And if you ask David about Campus Martius today, he says this space does that and some. It's all about people. I mean, when you think about it, public spaces are for people. And it, and if you're not thinking about how people are going to participate or be part of something, or will they be entertained, or will they find it a place where they can disconnect, we're often thinking about how individuals approach the space to enhance and benefit their lives, not about what's going to make the park look a certain way or how the park is going to adapt to trends. We're not concerned with that. We're looking at how do people evolve over time and what do they need and what do they expect in the space, but also what's going to surprise and delight them and keep them interested in coming back time and time again. And that's something that we're really proud to put our focus towards. I think that visitors, if they don't think about that, they at least feel it intrinsically or viscerally when they're in the space. We started off at the top of this podcast talking about the debate over Detroit's comeback. But when it comes to downtown, there is not much of a debate. The changes are drastic, which got us wondering. We talk about Campus Martius, what it was, what it is. Detroit, especially downtown Detroit, has been having a renaissance for a number of years now. And, you know, you have to kind of wonder, do you think this was a catalyst for the rest of it? We will take credit because this was here is so successful. We believe that that was the inspiration for Dan Gilbert and many others to come and locate here on campus margins. You'll still see today, whether it's a broker advertising for space or a retailer advertising where they're at or the hotels advertising, they're pinpointing how far or how close they are to campus margins park. And that's important. It's like Rockefeller Center in New York, you know, the great public squares. That's where people want to be. I think we've proved that over the years. Continue to prove it even 20 years later today. It's a place where people want to come to. One thing that I really love about Campus Marshes is that, you know, everyone's attracted to this space and it's really for everyone. And you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who doesn't love or appreciate that space. It's a great way for the city to show off what we have and also the potential of what could be. Bob Gregory didn't save Detroit on his own. And he didn't create Campus Marshes on his own either. But it is not often that one person whose last name is not Ford or Kresge or Gilbert or Carmanos can make such an impact. Bob's legacy is both unquestioned and unmatched. Remember that next time you spend an afternoon strolling through Campus Martius. Today's thanks goes out to David Cowan, Elena Madison, and Annie Scaramazzino. But the big thanks today is reserved for Bob Gregory for all that he did for Detroit. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you want the Daily J delivered right to you, all you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.